We're recording now. Say it all over again. Yep. Yeah. Go okay. Back to so recess. Like back to recess. <laughs> no intro music or anything. We're just well, diving right we'll in. We'll do it. At, do we want to start with? We'll a, just like okay. So we'll start, and this will be a cold open, and yep. then we'll actually <laughs> have you ever watched <laughs> SNL? Live this is my audition from tape Fargo. <laughs> it's all right. Well, we, <laughs> we cannot. We can't let this. We can't let this go though. Now, I mean, we we we're, we're we're talking about this recess. Yes. Yeah, these these programs mm-hmm. uh-huh. that, that are great. Yep. Yes. For like, those of you just tuning in, we're talking about <laughs> yeah, cartoons. In case you missed it. Yep. That were popular in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. probably. Recess yeah. would have been. Real early. Yeah. Recess yeah. was real early. Mm-hmm. Phineas you, and Ferb was a little later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Phineas and Ferb was okay. later. My eldest was born in 2005, and that's when I started seeing all these things. So I guess halfway through 2000s would be. She was mm-hmm. born in 2005? Was your house a big Hannah Montana house? So was Eli. No, no, thankfully. Um, (laughs) No. (laughs) No, no, no. Actually, what our house, okay, when Addie was little, it was Dora the Explorer, Mm -hmm. Word Girl. Like, like we were, I don't remember we were a, that one. We were a PBS Sarah family. And I are like, oh, okay. okay I'm like, um, I there was a show about animals that are words. Oh. Um, uh, it's I a bit, immediately it's a big, went to big Between world. the Lions. I was going to say, Dana and I are PBS, like, <laughs> like electric company. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't know that one either. Uh, Between the Lions is great. That was great. What about Caillou? Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ni Hao Kailan, I in, think that one was terrible. Yeah. In the nicest okay. way that I can say on recording, I feel like Caillou is a crybaby pee pants. <laughs> He's just a whiner. It's, it's not, it's Why not great. Caillou? I don't know that one. Well, and well aside, don't feel bad. And then aside, aside from those, you had like uh, Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh, that one was miserable. Wonder Pets. That one was worse. I, I enjoyed the little Wonder Pets song. I can't yep. think of it, but I did. They had, had like a rap song to open yeah. up. Yeah. Backyardigans. What's going to work? Teamwork. Oh, it was so terrible. <laughs> the Backyardigans, uh, that one wasn't bad. Backyardigans was on TikTok. Their sounds mm-hmm. came back for a little bit. Yeah, they've, they, they were a week long. A garbage fad. A garbage fad. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, then then we were talking about like like Disney and mm-hmm. Disney had a cartoon called Recess. Yep. Do you and hate me, Detweiler? Ryan should have been on Recess. Yep. Yeah. He would be a prime <laughs> character. Why he though? Is, you know, they need to make Recess. I think it's just your jokes and how you like live action phrase things. <laughs> they need to make like Recess, but psych, they go to church. This is their <laughs> youth director. It all checks out. This is out. where they yeah. got it from. Yep. Uh, well, I don't D- know. Disney goes Christian. Yep. It makes a Christian version. <laughs> so, uh, well, I don't know about that. I mean, the, the, I belong in recess. I'll have to check that out. I'll have to look into it. It's closer. all on uh, Disney Plus, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, recess was a. Gr- I mean, look, it, we were just talking about this. You had the you had the clique of girls that were all called the, the same. Ashleys. Ashleys. The Ashleys. Yeah. Yep. And my daughter Reese said something to me the other day, and I came out of my mouth. I didn't even know where it came from. Scandalous. <laughs> It was from that show. Yeah. <laughs> Such Scandalous. a good show. Scandalous. It was so good. And then you had the sixth grader who sat at the top of the mm-hmm. big toy and, and mm-hmm. you know, and then the kindergartners were, were what? Like, in they were a little like, I, I feel like they off. had the yeah. little, uh, what was the like jungle gym thing that it's not really a, anything special, but it's a giant web of yeah, metal. Yeah, like the triangles. That's a dome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's like yeah. where they lived. Yeah, yeah, you like they went in there and then you were just like you don't mess mm-hmm. with the kindergartners. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were feral. I think yeah. they have one of those at Spider Park actually. The the park on twenty seventh Avenue. Do kindergartners live there? And yeah, mm-hmm. is that I where we fall? I don't think they do. Okay. I, I mean I've never hung out there long enough to find out. They could have been away <laughs> while I was there. Could have been on lunch it was break. Nap time. Mm-hmm. Union break. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, well, I, I guess I'll I'll take it. I mean, I if if you say so. There are worse Disney shows. There really beyond. is. Yeah. There's. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you're just I know. Mentioning Hannah Montana. That one's yeah. terrible. Oh. That, that one was terrible yes. too. Um, but uh, you know, I'm really proud of a joke that I did this weekend. Did Did you hear no, about you this? Told, you, you said it. You, you, I don't you know if it needs us. to be repeated. Yeah, but no, you we said all it. know, and they <laughs> wait, don't wait, need I, to know. You need to You need to share the story about your interaction with my daughter, though. Yeah. Yeah. So the setup is is almost worth the joke. Almost. Barely. Like just it gets real close to that line of being worth it. Well, so so Reese is is she's heavy into the theater, right? Yeah, she's heavy into the theatrical arts. Yes, she likes that. Yeah. Theater. So, you said it right, just like the South. Yeah, I know. We fixing to go to the theater. You know what's funny about that? Like, uh, we weren't working together very long, and I and I said, I, I pronounced it that way to somebody here, and you were close by, and I kind of walked away, and I hear DJ say to that person, do you say theater here? <laughs> I hadn't been here no. in a while. I had to think it through. <laughs> no, like, I don't remember. Just Ryan. Just Ryan. <laughs> um, so she's big into theater. And so I heard this joke and I thought, well, this is perfect for Reese. So I went up to her and I said, Poor hey, girl. I said, hey, Reese, do you know why they tell actors and actresses to break a leg before they go on stage? And she said, well, as a matter of fact, I do. And she gives me these two, uh, two stories. And one, one revolved around uh, saying good luck is bad luck. And the other one had something to do with uh, actors or actresses. So, so just to cut and not to ruin it, though, but where do you think she gets that? You ask a simple yes or no question. <laughs> yeah. And you get a whole oh, dissertation she, as to the history <laughs> as to why. She is certainly Allura. That's yes. for sure. Yes. So, yeah, so she's giving me this whole explanation, something about uh, actors or actresses uh, kicking out the leg of a stool before they would go on stage as good luck or something like that. I didn't really pay close attention because <laughs> I, I didn't wasn't really listening. I, wa- I didn't care. I was like, I got to kill the delivery actually, of this. Yeah. I have a reason and I just yep. need you to get through yours. Yep. Okay, like this. Yeah. So she gives me this whole spiel and I said, no, it's not any of that. It's because they tell actors and actresses to break a leg before they go on stage because every play has a cast. <laughs> and I got a death stare. <laughs> I got a death stare and she just marches away with her arms crossed like this. <laughs> well, because now she sees you in a whole new light. You're just like her dad. <laughs> yep. You're not the cool uh, middle school youth director anymore. You're... Oh. A dad. Well, it, it could have been that, or it could have been because she just poured her heart out into, into this answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, you just <laughs> disregard. He actually wants to know. Wrong. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen on TikTok, there's a dad who his whole channel is going, asking his son oh, questions. Yeah. And he'll be like, hey, son, do you know basically why they call a, like, why every, why they tell actors to break a leg? And then his son will give an answer. He goes, no, dummy. <laughs> and then and gives then, his joke. But then, like, his kid will respond with, like, actually, like, decent answers. Yeah. Of, like, that could be the punchline of the joke. And then, nope. nope. Still, dad has nope. a different one. Is, dad has a better one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we'll see if she talks to me on uh, Wednesday night. Poor Reese. <laughs> So. Well, she's in constant communicatio with your daughter, so I'm pretty sure that there's there's constant messages being passed that we know nothing about. Yeah, I would I would guess so. Do you know what your dad said? 
the insults, I'm, I'm sure, are glorious. Yeah, and then it's what now? Or it's <laughs> scheming of, all right, how can we get them back? Because right. it is the greatest criminal minds of oh, our age. Yes. yes. Greatest yeah. criminal minds of our age. Yes. And they I miss spend the a lot of their time right here. Mm-hmm. Pick up Haley anymore. It just takes the fun out of my day. Yeah, right? Yeah. You don't pick her up anymore? No. No. Was it a three strike, you're out type of system or? Well, it was more than it was more than three strikes. Thirty-seven strikes, and you're out. Okay, so I may or that may old not. Jesus says seventy times seven. Yeah, seventy forgiveness. Times. Yeah, forgiveness. Yeah, I may or may not have forgotten to pick my daughter up from <laughs> school a time or two, and evidently, I'm glad it's not just me. <sighs> evidently, Dana thought it would be brilliant to make a sign that says it has been. X number of days <laughs> since Ryan forgot Haley. Was it helpful? <sighs> to who? <laughs> to and, whom? For, and for what? So that, that sign has since been retired because now she stays after school to go to the weight room and Tabitha is done with work early enough to go pick her up and so I'm off the hook. That's great. And she doesn't have to be cold outside. <laughs> On more than one occasion, I've gotten a text from my daughter saying, um, I'm done. Hello. <laughs> but I only live across the street from the True. school, so it's like, yeah. I'm on my way. How, how could she know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> be there in two minutes. Yeah. You're closer to home than I am to you. Yeah. Why don't you do <laughs> Just walk <laughs> home. Just walk home. Yeah, funny. You're within five minutes. Frostbite won't set in there. Exactly. <laughs> you, need, you need a good 20 minutes for hypothermia to get really get going. Oh. Then do you follow it up with just be f- thankful it's not uphill both ways? <laughs> if you move fast enough, true, your body will stay warm. Yeah. The yeah. cold can't get you. Exactly. Yeah. And if you're getting cold, you're going too slow. It's a scientific up. fact. <laughs> Bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah. Until one of them hits a patch of ice and just <laughs> <laughs> laid out. <laughs> now you have bigger problems. Oh, boy. <laughs> Well, getting and a concussion is part of growing up. <laughs> you don't need all those brain cells. Right. This is how we know that you're a functioning human. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Pain develops character. <laughs> how are you going to build up the strength of your brain if it doesn't bounce around in your skull a little yeah. bit? Mm. Come on. Right. Plus, I taught her how to break fall. She better start practicing it. Yeah, didn't Kelly Clarkson sing a song about what doesn't kill you makes you stronger? <laughs> right? I think that's exactly what she meant. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we should get started. That's who's missing from the halftime show. Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. Oh. This year's halftime show is going to be, do they say off the hook still? No. No. no? They haven't said that for Kelly Clarkson. Probably since the rappers who are going to be <laughs> yeah, on the halftime show. Have been big. Well, Kelly Clarkson and the entire Death Row Records alumni. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a remix that's I want to hear. Th- this year's halftime show is going to be phenomenal. I'm excited. Look up the trailer if you haven't seen it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Dr. Dre. Do you think Martha Stewart's going to make an appearance? Oh, that'd Whoa, be fantastic. You never that know. That would be cool. That'd be really cool. <laughs> Martha Stewart doing a rendition of Buttermilk Biscuits would be great. <laughs> well, I making you, is Sir Mix-a-Lot coming on? Because you know that was he wasn't part of that group, but he was. No, he wasn't part know, of that group. West, West Coast. He was West Coast. West uh, Seattle. Really? Oh, we're, yeah. We're technically West Coast, he, although he it's too far north. Yeah, yeah it's, it's almost north. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> it's too far up there. Of course, M&M's mm-hmm. coming in from Detroit, so. That's oh, yeah. the West Coast of the East. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for that. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. 
Isn't Mary J. Blige from like the South? I have no idea. I don't know. Hmm. I'm just so excited it's every, she'll be it's there. It's not just it's, it's West not just, Coast. Yeah. It's everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody. So. When I think of the South, like Atlanta, that's, um, oh, who are those rappers that, uh, um, Never mind. I can't. I can't remember. It's two rappers. They're from Atlanta, and they were really popular at the same time as all the West Coast East Coast rivalry and rapping. Hmm. You guys know anything I about that? Know that? Like, like, that. like Snoop Dogg. What they uh, sing? Uh, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, and then on the other side was Puff Daddy and Biggie Smalls and Tupac Shakur. There was mm-hmm. this whole, mm-hmm. and then there was this rap group from Atlanta. Um, they were really popular. What, was the guy's it? name is like something three thousand. Oh yeah, Andre oh, Andre three thousand. Uh, oh, it wasn't the Wu Tang Clan, was it? No, that's that's East Coast too. Mm. If it's Andre three thousand, that would be. Uh, it was it's on the oh tip my. of your tongue, isn't it? Right. Yes, and so I'm just they were keep... super popular, and he had this one Polaroid. song. Polaroid. Yeah. Polaroid picture. Oh, Outcast. 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 Yeah, they're from the South. Yep. Uh, that was the whole point of, of me bringing them up. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew who you were talking about, so yeah. I needed to get there. The the uh, the Wikipedia's claim that Mary J is from the Bronx. Oh, she oh. is from New York. Oh. East Coast. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Finally, peace between the East yep. Coast yeah. and West Coast. Yep. Thirty and years a later, bit of the Midwest. T- took, took decades. <laughs> yep. So. All right. Is that all we got for today? Or? Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us. And <laughs> have a good day. Hey, so we had church on Sunday. We did, again. Mm-hmm. And um, as, I always, point, I as point always, out, as some would say. As, as always. always. And, and to point out something, this is, this is if I heard you correctly, this is our 99th episode of no, that podcast. No, this is. This, this is, is one double O? One, one hundred. Well, hey, what? Where? Where's what? my donuts? Yeah, my cake. Right. we need donuts. Where's and we need sparklers and we need noisemakers. Wow, this is yeah, this this we're is lackluster. Turn, here, turn Ryan. that guy on. Let's get some. <laughs> Man, isn't that something? Just, he's just so excited. <laughs> I don't think that made it any better. <laughs> Yep, this uh, this right. is and oh. I and I also noticed uh for those of you who may have just watched Oh there we 100. go. Woo. For those of I you that was coming from that <laughs> I was like, what the it's gonna blow up <laughs> There's a new sound now. For anybody who may have been binge watching uh and, and saw just saw episode ninety nine, I looked at it before we came in here and I'm wearing the exact same threads as I was wearing uh when we recorded so ninety nine. It's actually a week ago. We're just doing we, another one. We're doing it like a not quite a week. Wheel of Fortune style. Yeah, mm-hmm. do like yeah. three like, or four episodes mm-hmm. in a shot. Yep. yep. <laughs> Two weeks, you're covered for the whole season. <laughs> well, the anyway. Mass Singer does that too. If you ever notice, all I the judges didn't. always wearing the same thing. Because hmm. they I just do them all at once. I didn't know that. Happy 100th episode. I thought we were yeah. going to montage this by being like, "Hey, do you remember back in episode 23?" <laughs> yep. And then we <laughs> we well we blew that. We'll have to all wait right. for we episode 200. Like, do the opening. I will. <laughs> we haven't yet. Okay. I, just, you, should I, we throw it in here quick? I just, if we're going to. Is know. this still a cold open? I feel like we've we're moved like past the cold open. <laughs> we're more of a lukewarm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Better edit that in after the fact. It almost feels down like it's so, yeah, too So we late. had church on Sunday. We did. Mm-hmm. And Again, worship it, at church. And uh, we've been in the sermon series, What I Like About God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This week, uh, it was about what I like about the Holy Spirit. Mm. Before that, it was what I like about Jesus, and before that was what I like about God the Father. Mm-hmm. So, this one, 
is mysterious to a lot of people. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. Why do you think that is? It's a concept that's harder to understand. Yeah. And there aren't, I guess, in my just general knowledge, you know, kind of the Old Testament is God's book of the Bible in my mind, and New Testament is Jesus. So where's the Holy Spirit's book of the Bible? Where's Where's his his stories? Where's his book? Yeah. Mm. Um, You know, it's, it's, I think it's like, okay, we can wrap our heads around Jesus. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, human, uh, God died on the cross, sins forgiven. We, we get mm-hmm. that to be a Christian is mm-hmm. that's, that's about as central as it gets. Mm-hmm. And because that is the basic, that, that's bare bones that right there. A, Jesus. You know anything, you know that. What's the answer to every question in church? Jesus. Jesus right. Um, because of Jesus, we can understand God. Like if we didn't have Jesus, we wouldn't think of God as God the Father. We would just think of God as God, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But because of Jesus, we can think of uh, God as God is as the Lord in the Old Testament. That that's God the Father. So mm-hmm. you have God the Father and God the Son. The thing about it is the Father has a role that we understand. He's the Creator, right? Because yep. everyone mm-hmm. learned in Sunday school, you know, God said, "Let there be light." Poof. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of the basic story that anyone learns, regardless. God the Holy Spirit gets a little. Well, smoky, like mm-hmm. smoke, mm-hmm. like like it's hard to grasp the idea of the Holy Spirit because if God the Father creates and God the Son is Jesus who saves us, well, what in the world does the Holy Spirit do? Mm. What do you guys think the Holy Spirit does? Because there's all kinds of ideas out there about who the Holy Spirit is and what the Holy Spirit does. Yeah. So what are some that you've heard that you thought of? Hmm. Well... I know that... Um, and does the Holy Spirit do anything? You know, I believe so. I, I think that um, uh, it's through the Holy Spirit, I, I, I believe that we believe, right? Like we, the Holy Spirit uh, fills us up, and because we have the Holy Spirit, we can then believe and profess that, that uh, God is God and Jesus is our Savior. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. So there's yeah things uh, things happening um, um, behind the scenes maybe. Yeah, we say mm-hmm. man behind the curtain type. He's the the what is it the great and wonderful Oz or, yeah, or what yeah. is what is that? Yep. Don't, don't look to the man behind the curtain. The great and powerful Oz. The great and powerful Oz. Anything else? I mean, I mean. So what I hear you saying is is that faith in us is the Holy Spirit's work. Like I, I've spoken to folks who are Baptists that will say, because I used to live in Baptist country and, and the way that they speak is really interesting. Is It's a little different than the way we do in Lutheran circles in the Midwest. You know, I talk to them and be like, yeah, I accepted Jesus Christ on such and such a day. Like they know the date, the time, I didn't, I didn't write it down. I missed. You missed your shot. Yeah, I, missed I, I couldn't write yet at my, <laughs> in my case, um, but I was speaking in tongues right away afterward. Um, cause I was one and a half. Um, so I, I remember asking, uh, I was talking to this Baptist minister and we were sharing notes on what we were going to be preaching on Sunday. And he talked about, you know, accepting Jesus, gave me his whole witness. And, and I said to him, I said, so how did you come to faith? And he said, and, and, and his words have always stuck with me. He said, well, uh, the, uh, I heard, I heard the good news of Jesus and, and, but by the grace of the Holy Spirit, I accepted Jesus as my Savior. So when I prodded him, 
he ended up pointing to Jesus, uh, to the Holy Spirit, as to why he had faith, even though his entire confession to me was about what he had done, that I heard this, I believed it, I accepted Jesus on my Savior, and I haven't looked back. But if prodded, it's like, well, none of that would have happened with the Holy Spirit. And so everybody, for the most part, however we talk about it, speaks of this mysterious action that God does behind the scenes Mm -hmm. of putting faith in the hearts of sinners. And it's, it's, it really is a mysterious thing, but the Holy Spirit doesn't just do things in a mysterious fashion. I mean, the Bible talks about all these things that the Holy Spirit does in the new Testament that without the Holy Spirit, none of it's coming about pretty much. If you think about the gospels as being the work of Jesus, Mm -hmm. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, everything else in the new Testament is the work of the Holy Spirit. And when you, when you think about that, it means that it's the Holy Spirit that speaks to all of the authors about who Jesus is and what Jesus has done for them that all the rest of the letters cover. Revelation of John, that's, that's the Holy Spirit. So it's, it's a revealing. The Holy Spirit reveals who God is and reveals the scriptures because in the New Testament letters, what they do is they look to the Old Testament to justify why Jesus came, why he died, why he's risen, and why that makes a difference in a person's life. Mm-hmm. That's all Holy Spirit. The way we sum, sum this up in the Lutheran Church is we say that the Holy Spirit calls us. Now, what this means is like, if you, you guys all grew up in the church, right? So you, you've always had some type of, and you grew up in the Midwest. So most likely you've always heard something about Jesus in the culture, whether it was just even limited to just Christmas and Easter. Like when I was a kid back in the 20th century, long ago, mm-hmm. we didn't have winter break. We had Christmas break. Yeah. And we didn't have spring break. We had Easter break. Yep. You know, that changed. I still call them that. Yeah, I, so I go I. rogue. So, so do I. <laughs> um, but they've come to mean a more secular language. But even in those things, there's there's a whole lot of Christianity that gets inundated in the culture as a whole. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> but if you've never, when I lived in, in the, on the West Coast in Seattle area, I had classmates that not only had never heard the name of Jesus, the whole idea of Jesus was, for, like Christianity was, was odd to them. Like, mm-hmm. like they'd never even understood what that is. Like it wasn't part of the culture there. And so for people that have always known Jesus, the, the working of the Holy Spirit can seem a little strange because the Holy Spirit calls us. In other words, when you know who Jesus is, when you know that he's your Lord and Savior and you believe that, well, that's the Holy Spirit calling you into faith. It's not a coincidence to think that God sent a preacher who may not even realize they're your preacher to come and share the good news of Jesus with you. Well, that's a Holy Spirit thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's the parents you've been given, whether it's grandparents, whether it's a friend at school, what, whoever that person may be, that person has been called to witness by the power of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit's working behind the scenes. We don't see it. We don't recognize it because it, we we have those moments experientially. Like, can you guys look and say to someone, some some event in your life and say, that person shared Jesus with me? Whether, whether it mattered um, to anybody else, it mattered to you. Can you think of a person like that? Yeah, just right off the top of my head, my grandma. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, do you think it's a coincidence that she's your grandma and that she shared Jesus with you? No, not at all. You know, um, that's the Holy Spirit. That's where you kind of see the cur- the 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 stitchings on the fastball of God working. Yeah. 
There's another, I think I've shared this story before uh, on the podcast, but. um, We can do that cut. Mm -hmm. You're just talking about. Well, I don't know where it is. But when we were in uh, San Francisco, I guess we were actually in Oakland. We went on the high school mission trip in 2019 and we stayed in oakland we did a lot of our work in san francisco but we stayed in oakland and one night we had a we had a free night and we came back to the church and a couple of the kids weren't feeling well so uh, we dropped them off at the church we were staying at the other kids all wanted to go to i call them kids students youths Youths. whatever yeah youths the youths um the two youths yeah they wanted to go that like other people now use that Mm mm-hmm what? Unironically, too. Yeah. Like, just, that's the that's, Utes. Yep. That's Utes. what they are. The Utes. Yeah. Do you know where that's from? I don't think so. <laughs> I can give you the 21st <laughs> reference of what it's from, but you're okay. missing two letters to I, it. I, then if we said something offensive, we better straighten this out because <laughs> we're quoting Joe Pesci, one of the greatest living actors of our age. Right. From My Cousin Vinny. See, I okay. thought you were quoting... Uh, Schmidt from New Girl. When the tires are taken I off, neither this car, know goes, I neither know what you just said or understand who yeah, that is. Yeah, watch your mouth on this show. <laughs> yeah, let's clean, let's, let's clean that up a little bit. I, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Do we have a bleep New button? Girl? No. So what? We, what we did you a... think? What did you think we were referring to? That same thing. I kind of got the New Girl reference, but I didn't think that's what it was, and I was like, I don't know, maybe it's just Ryan being Ryan. Yeah, and... kind of like what's the other word that Ryan says funny? Not theater. It's a. Uh, Theater? Oh. What? <laughs> you always say it. You just offended like the entire yeah. southern yeah. states. Yeah, my bad. My they bad. say it funny. Apologies. <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking about. There's, I can't think of the word, but in my head, I know that when I talk to like Ryan, if he's going to say it, he says it. Do you say aunt or ant? No. Aunt, aunt? Creek or crick? Creek. Roof or rough? Roof. I can't tell the difference of what I just and said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, did you just say what? the same two words? <laughs> Potato or potato? <laughs> potato. Potato. Okay, no. well, well, we'll we'll come back to It'll that. Come back. I'll noodle on it. <laughs> if you guys haven't figured this out, and here's a 100th episode <laughs> teaser, probably about 80 to 85% of the references that Ryan and I make back and in, in, back and forth to each other are just us quoting movies and TV shows from our youth. Yeah, yeah go look youth. at anything from that Molly Ringwald is in and you'll get the jokes. <laughs> yeah. That's all so, of the yeah, 80s. It, it's it's yeah. from, uh, yeah. All of them. My cousin Vinny, uh, Joe Pesci, calls them Utes. He calls the, the two guys, uh, uh, Ralph Macchio is one of them. Yes. Yeah. The Karate Kid calls them Utes. One of the top three best Joe Pesci movies of all time. Oh, it's great. And so the judge uh, says, Utes. What are Utes? What, what's a Ute? What's a Ute? And then the two Utes. Yeah. For the kids of TikTok watching right now, is this like before or after the... Marissa um, Tomei's yeah uh, going. Uh, it's out. It's yeah. before. Okay, it's before Marissa Tomei does her her famous scene in that yeah. show about the car and yeah. the car the type of car. They didn't make that in this year. They but made if it in they this did, year, it would be this this. Oh and this. yeah, that was the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yep. we know that's the movie. Yeah. It's just like when I want to know the when this does your thing oh, takes place. Oh, prior to TikTok, this was a much more famous. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, back to my story. What were we talking about? About the Utes. The Utes. The Utes. In yes. San Francisco. Yes. yes. So uh, Some uh, of them were sick. Some of them didn't feel very well. We dropped them back off at the church. The rest wanted to go for ice cream. Okay. And so we uh, went on the interwebs and found an ice cream shop not far from the church. So we drove over there and 
there's nowhere to park. And so we circled around. There's still nowhere to park. We can't find anything. So we're like, it's not that far. We'll walk. So we drive the van back to the church and then we all get out and we walk. Um, this is like, I don't know, 10 o'clock. We're in Oakland. Was it safe? Had to have been. <laughs> and of course it was. It's <laughs> Oakland. It's not other parts of the Bay Area. Well, that's that's true. <laughs> so anyway, we walk over. Uh, we, we get our ice cream. We're just about ready to go. And this guy comes up uh, uh, ho- hollering to us, can somebody help out a homeless man? And we were like, um, looking at each other a little bit. And, and uh, one, of the, one of the girls said, what do you need help with? And his name was Derek, uh, Derek Hayes, um, <clears throat> homeless uh, in Oakland. Actually, an artist followed him around for I can't remember how long. Um, and I'll share this on the, on the YouTube's version of this episode. Um, he, he, this artist followed Derek around for a long time and then uh, created like a three-story mural of him uh, in, in Oakland. Um, and I'll, I'll share that. But anyway, Derek was um, looking for money to replace a tarp that he had over the top of his tent that he lived in. Um, evidently, he helped uh, Derek. Derek uh, is a black man, and he helped out a white man, I believe. Doesn't matter too much, but other people didn't take kindly to that, and they cut up his tarp. And so he was looking for money to buy a new tarp. And um, he wound up preaching to us for quite a long time. Um, and I just, every once in a while, I think of that um, because it was real moving for a lot, of, a lot of us, if not all of us. But I think about that a lot because had we found a parking spot right away, we would have never seen him. You know, he, he would not have, he, he wouldn't have got there. Um, had, or if we decide, decided not to go or, you know, um, whatever the case may be. Or if uh, you had ignored him and just kept mm-hmm. going. Ignored him or, or whatever. But I mean, uh, for, for us to, to have that encounter with Derek um, was a matter of minutes and we would have been gone from that area. And so, I mean, would this be a, a, a Holy Spirit sort of thing? Yeah, I think um, um, if, <laughs> if you follow the science, the idea of coincidence is not a thing. Uh, primarily because you cannot go back and experience something more than once. It's, it's scientifically impossible. Therefore, there's no such thing as coincidence. Uh, there are God-sidences. Mm-hmm. And what is, a, what is a coincidence any more than God choosing to be anonymous when he breaks in on your life? And that's a good way to look at it, I think. It's, it adds a spiritual component to what science would just call as a uh, uh, scientific oddity when when a coincidence happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, Corn it, science. Yeah. And so, so when you think about um, who the Holy Spirit is, often the Holy Spirit is, is God closest to our experiential life. Because God the Father created, right? How many mm-hmm. of you were around when that happened? Ryan's a couple years shy, I think. You may, yeah. Never mind. Wow. <laughs> how, how does Pastor Cross put it? When, while the earth was still cooling or the, while the, the crust the, was hardening? Yeah, before the earth's uh, crust <laughs> Back hardened. Back when dirt was new and God was a boy. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's his thing. So, so <laughs> God the Father, we understand what God the Father does, but the experience of God the Father is not um, right here. It's not existential. It's not part of our existence per se. 
God the Son is much the same way. Christ was an historical figure who lived 2,000 years ago. The Holy Spirit is present in, with, and under our experiential life through the word preached and through God's hand working. Um, All three of the Trinity are present in our day-to-day life, but it's the Holy Spirit that comes closest to us experiencing them. So often people, when they talk about the Holy Spirit, they speak of God within me. Mm -hmm. Um, That's getting a little near here. It's heterodoxy. It's getting a little near heresy. It's not quite there, but it's, it's going down the right road where people will then begin to thinking that the Holy spirit is speaking directly to them, contrary to the word of God or, mm. or something along that. That's where to, to rebut our, um, our, uh, esteemed, uh, Reverend Dr. Cross. That's where Luther was using the famous phrase. They've swallowed the Holy spirit feathers and all. He was talking about these people that were coined enthusiasts. But you know what? I, I think we have a better way of explaining what an enthusiast is. Hey, Ryan, what's your famous favorite football team? The Denver Broncos. <laughs> w- would you say you're a fan? Oh, yes. Would you say you're, you're, you're what a fan is, is short for? A, a fanatic? F- fanatic. That you're a Broncos fanatic? Mm-hmm. Do you know what it means to be a Broncos fanatic? It's tough, tough times lately. <laughs> tough times, but but un, unwavering loyalty yep. to the the vision, the the people, mm-hmm. the team, the coaching. They can do no wrong, and, and oh, that's and, not true. Until <laughs> until they're they're on their pedestal so high, and you can just tell everything's not going right. You knock them off the pedestal. You're still yeah. a Broncos fan, mm-hmm. but you'll do anything to support and protect and and. Lead the team on to glory, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, except except in their decision not to hire me as general manager here. Well, you know, I, so, bygones. Uh, you're still you're, <laughs> your you're, time is coming, man. It just wasn't right time. Even though even though they rejected you as the vision caster, you still are a, a self a, a self described fan or mm-hmm. fanatic, right? Yes. yes. So Luther used a, a, a phrase called enthusiasm, which means I'm gonna decide that the Holy Spirit is speaking to me directly contrary to the witness of Holy Scripture. That's that's the definition of an enthusiast. That's where Luther used this, and, and, and a synonym for the word enthusiast is a fanatic. That's mm-hmm. that's also the same meaning, and, and Luther, Luther often spoke about the fanatics. Mm-hmm. And these are people that were interpreting scripture according to their own expectations. They had this thing called the peasants war. And this dude had been saying that he was the embodiment of the Holy spirit. And when the soldiers come to put down the rebellion, they'll shoot their muskets because they had guns in the 1500s. If you didn't know that. And he would catch all of the bullets in his sleeve. Well, he did catch all the bullets in his sleeve. (laughs) He was very holy by the time they were done. <laughs> but actually, actually, he, he, ha ha, hey, oh, he actually uh, uh, didn't. And I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now. But it was that experience in the bloodshed that happened that made Luther say, say that he saw that the Catholic Church and these enthusiasts were doing the same thing. They were setting aside scripture and deciding that the Holy Spirit was telling them something different. In the Catholic Church, it was that the Holy Spirit was speaking directly through the Holy See and the apostolic papacy through tradition, contrary to the word of God. 
and that the enthusiasts were teaching that the Holy Spirit was telling them things contrary to the Word of God. And so Luther tied very tight, that's where he came up with this phrase, they've swallowed the Holy Spirit feathers and all. The mistake on both sides from Luther's point of view was the heresy of enthusiasm or fanaticism. So the Holy Spirit is not going to act contrary to Holy Scripture. The Holy Spirit calls us. The Holy Spirit gathers us as the church. The Holy Spirit enlightens us through the witness of Holy Scripture in order to what we say is sanctify us. What do you think it means to be sanctified? Sanctified. <laughs> it makes me think of the Dudley brothers. Oh, my brother. Testify. Sanctify. Um, you ever, what do you think sanctification means? Uh, uh, say, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and uh, say saved by grace. Saved by grace. Through faith. So it has to do with being saved. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit has, has something to do with saving you. Mm-hmm. Justified means that you're saved, like a snapshot. Sanctification is basically getting used to the fact that you have a Savior your entire life long. How are you saved? What is, what is necessary for you to know that you are saved? Belief in Jesus Christ. Believe in Jesus Christ. What else do we call that? Belief in Jesus. Faith. <laughs> faith, right? Faith. Mm-hmm. What does faith look like? Tell me, tell me some of the things that faith looks like to you. Like, like, how do you know that person has faith? They're here on Sunday. They show up on Sunday. <laughs> yep. We got a lot of sinners here on Sunday. <laughs> you sure they all have faith? How, we hope they do. How we do you know? Help. Did you say, how do you know someone else has faith? Yeah. Well, how can you look at someone and say, I know that person's a Christian because what? Well, by the, by their actions. Actions? Uh, what else? Um, but by what they say. I mean, you can't see into okay. a person's mm-hmm. heart, right? Hold, hold on, though. What they say. What is it that a person says that you're like, that person's a Christian? Well, if they say they're a Christian, um, <laughs> but, but, well, does, but I'm, to pull this how about this? Does this make me a Christian? Well, I was baptized and I go to church on Christmas and I'm a good person. No, no, no. So Say, what saying you believe in Jesus, saying so the believe, confession that you believe mm-hmm, in Jesus, mm-hmm. if you guys want to know the primary proof of the Holy spirit in your life, it's not speaking in tongues. It's baptism is close to it, but there's an experiential um, event that takes place and continues to take place your entire life long. I want you to crack open your Bible apps or a Bible if you have one and go to 1 Corinthians. Now everybody gets to see that I'm old. Got the cheaters? Yep. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to use like old tech, like get an actual Bible. <laughs> oh, no, I, that's next <laughs> yeah, door. Yeah, that's what I was like. That's next door. <laughs> Analog. Okay, first, first Corinthians chapter 12. You see what the title of it is? Spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts. So Paul is speaking to the church in Corinth, and the church in Corinth is, the letters to the Corinth, uh, Corinth is really interesting because it could just as easily be to the church in Las Vegas. Think of it that way, like like a city of ill repute. That's what <laughs> Corinth was. Okay. Um, uh, Corinthian girls were were spoken of in a in a derogatory manner in ancient Rome, kind of like uh, like we talk about valley girls today, if you know what that is. Okay. Although that's kind of a dated reference, too. That's from the 80s. Um, anywho. Look at her just chuckle. What's so funny? Keep going. Okay, all right. So, 
in here, he talks about spiritual gifts and the Corinthian church was super spiritual. They were swallowing the Holy Spirit feathers and all as well. And they were ranking each other as to who has the most spiritual gifts. So Paul begins speaking about this. The verse most people know is the next chapter. That's the that's usually the wedding. The love verse. one. If you've been in a lot of weddings lately, and I know that you guys are at that age, we were in that twenties. Everyone and their grandma liked uh, love is patient, love is kind, yada yada yada. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, before it gets into that, and it talks about love being the ultimate spiritual gift of the Holy Spirit. In verse three, I want to read this to you. You guys said that you can know that you're saved by what you, what a person, you can know that someone's a Christian by what they say. Here's the primary work of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking in the spirit of God or in the Holy Spirit ever says Jesus is accursed, right? So what is that? That's, that's not even doubt. That's unbelief. Uh, uh, that's, that's hatred of Jesus. But he goes on and he says, and no one can say, no one, that's an absolute, no one can say Jesus is Lord except in the Holy Spirit. So if you believe that Jesus and you say, I believe that Jesus is my Lord, because we're sinners, you cannot say that Jesus is Lord unless the Holy Spirit works that in your heart. In other words, what the Holy Spirit does more than anything else in making you holy and sanctifying you is giving you faith. And it's a faith that isn't like, I can't just say I was baptized on April Fool's Day, 1978. I am baptized in Jesus Christ, and it's the Holy Spirit that restores my faith over and over and over again. Now, the Holy Spirit does something else. Along with giving me faith when I hear um, uh, that I can confess that Jesus is my Lord, the Holy Spirit is also responsible for sending the means by which... um, Uh, faith enters your heart. I want you to turn to Romans chapter 10, verse 17. We're going to end up at at verse 17. I'm going to back up a little bit. So Romans 10. If you look at this, Paul says, um, I can find it. He says, okay, um, here... What does it say? How can you know um, that you're saved? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because, he says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Now, we just read in 1 Corinthians, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by who? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here, Paul is reiterating this. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, basically saying that the Holy Spirit is working faith in you and you'll be saved by it. But then he goes a step further and says, how does someone get faith to confess Jesus is Lord? Where does that faith come from? One of the biggest mistakes that we make as people in the 21st century is we think that faith is a feeling, that I feel something. And if I don't feel something, then I must not have faith. Or that faith, that belief in Jesus is an idea. It's an intellectual pursuit. And I need to come to an intellectual understanding in order to choose Jesus as my Lord and Savior. The fact of the matter is, is that we are sinners. And faith is not something that we think about or something that we feel. Because my thoughts betray me. 
I might think that I've accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, but my thinking has a way of turning on me. Did you really? Look what look how bad of a person you are. Look at all the mistakes you make. Mm-hmm. Look at yourself in the mirror. You think God would save you? You're falling apart. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or I don't feel like how I think a Christian should feel. I don't feel like how I feel a Christian should feel. I don't have that joy in my heart or that peace. Sometimes I'm sad. Sometimes I'm angry. Sometimes I'm um, jealous. You know, whatever it is, our feelings will betray us too. Why? Because our thoughts and our feelings reveal to us that we are sinners. So faith is not something that I th- that is a thought, and it's not a feeling. It's outside of you according to Scripture. It says in chapter 10, uh Verse 11, it says, For the scripture says, Everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. Okay? Then in verse 14, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed or had not had faith? And how are they to believe, how are they to have faith in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? The word also is proclaiming or announcing. That's all preaching really is. It's not a, it's not a diatribe. It's not a teaching. It's announcing the good news, the news that never gets old, that Jesus Christ died and is raised for a sinner like you. How are they to preach unless they are sent? You go down to verse 17, he explains all this. He says, so faith comes. It's outside of you. It comes from hearing through, you know, these these holes in the side of your head. You hear the good news. The good news is the announcement. Hear ye, hear ye. Jesus died for you. Your sins are forgiven. Faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. The word of Christ being God's word. All of it. This is the Holy Spirit basically playing catch with you. Think of, think of the Holy Spirit as being like a pitcher. And he's just pitched you the word. And then he's sitting on your heart with a catcher's mitt. Mm. And he takes it in your heart. So if you believe in Jesus, the amazing thing is the Holy Spirit blows when and where he chooses bringing up faith when and where he chooses, in whom he chooses, according to his time. Does that make sense? It's why in the New Testament, Jesus says over and over again, your job is to go and make disciples of all nations, teaching them, preaching to them the good news. The Holy Spirit is the one of turning sinners into saints. That's not our job. Our job is just to hear ye, hear ye. Read all about it. Hear all about it. Jesus died for you. Your sins are forgiven in him. That's an announcement. And when that announcement takes hold and and it hits you and you're like, for me, really? Well, suddenly a sinner has faith. And so a sinner becomes a saint that has faith in Jesus. And the Holy Spirit does this again and again and again our entire life long. That's the Holy Spirit calling, gathering, enlightening, and sanctifying. And where there's faith in Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit is sanctifying you your entire life long. So that when God looks at you, God doesn't see a sinner. God sees someone who is holy. And you're holy, you're righteous, by faith alone. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, along with this, I mean, we, we get caught up in more of the supernatural stuff that the Holy Spirit does, which is a lot. I mean, the Holy Spirit, according to the Article 3, Article 3 of the, of the Apostles' Creed, I believe in the Holy Spirit. The whole list that follows is the stuff that the Holy Spirit does. Uh, the Holy Christian Church. When we come together and worship, it's not just us at atonement that are the one true church on earth. It's all Christians everywhere that are gathering in assembly are part of 
the church, the invisible church on earth, and it's held together by the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of what? Saints, Saints. right? Communion, community, uh, belonging. We are saints not because we've, uh, uh, as as the Roman Catholic tradition would say, um, we've performed three miracles in this human life and have been de- deified or, or sanctified, put on, put mm-hmm. in, into the category of saint. We believe, according to the biblical witness, that all saints everywhere are sainted by the power of the Holy Spirit alone, and that the proof of that saintliness is faith. Now, in this life, we're at the same time sinners, so we're simuluses et epicotter, simultaneously sinner and saint. Sinners in and of ourselves, but saint through faith in Jesus Christ. And what we just hear, that faith comes not from inside of us, but from where? Where does faith come from? Is it inside of us, or is it outside through the word coming to us? It's, it's outside. Mm-hmm. We have it to comes, hear the word. We, faith word comes preached. from hearing, and hearing is the word of Christ, mm-hmm. right? So... The communion of saints is everyone who believes in Jesus in this life and all through history. And they are, uh, uh, they are, the communion of saints is held together and established by the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, the forgiveness of sins. When you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you believe the promise that your sins are forgiven, guess what happens? They're forgiven. What you forgive on earth is forgiven in heaven. That's what Jesus says. And it's acquired by faith. Well, if faith comes from the power of the Holy Spirit, then it's the Holy Spirit who forgives you of your sins. Mm -hmm. It's not that Jesus doesn't forgive you, because he certainly does. But when you acquire that that forgiveness, it's through faith alone. Mm -hmm. Where there's no faith in Jesus' promise, the sins still stick on you. You're still in them. Mm -hmm. Um, The resurrection of the body. We believe that there will be a resurrection, a physical resurrection after death, that we're not just wispy ghosts that are smoke like the Holy Spirit in heaven, but that we'll have heavenly bodies. Well, who, who, who brings this about? But it's the power of the Holy Spirit that brings this about. Um, and the life everlasting. The Holy Spirit is the one who establishes eternal life through faith alone in sinners. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit is is creating new life on account of Jesus Christ. That's why Jesus calls the Holy Spirit the helper, the advocate, the counselor, the comforter. Paul speaks of the Holy Spirit as the Spirit of Christ. And, you know, I, I like the the great and powerful Oz <laughs> image. Pay no attention to the guy behind uh, behind the, uh, the, the screen because... The Holy Spirit makes a big deal about, don't worry so much about me, but he points to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he encourages us to do the same thing, to not be pointing to ourselves, but to point to Jesus. So the Holy Spirit makes a really big deal about Jesus because he wants all of us to know Jesus. That's where God wants to be known. God Mm -hmm. doesn't want to be hidden. He wants to be revealed, but he only wants to be revealed through Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. Does that all make sense? Yeah. yeah. Questions, comments, confusions. I've answered every question that any Lutheran should know about the Holy Spirit. <laughs> we should be Holy Spirit people. And there's nothing wrong with speaking in tongues. There's nothing wrong with all this stuff. Right? In my head, I just started singing the Holy, <laughs> Holy Spirit, Spirit Activate. Activate song from TikTok. It's yeah. fine. Oh, Continue. okay. Now you got to sing it because I haven't I, seen Yeah, this. I don't know this one. I'll find it. Hold on. 
Is so it, you mean you're not violating any copyright? It sounds of like Wonder not. Wonder TikTok. Twins activate is what it sounds like to me. No, it's more Wonder Pets. Gross. Yep, this is. I'm trying to remember all of it. Yeah. Holy oh, Spirit, oh, activate! No. Holy Spirit, activate! 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 So that's and it just repeats. Yep. You know what that makes me think of? It has nothing to do with that, but just TikTok. <laughs> so I only get experience. I only experience TikTok through my kids, and my daughter thinks it's so funny. Reese, she's like, "What's her? What's her? What's been her phrase? It's probably over now because it was like two weeks ago, but it was." Uh, Beans, rice, Jesus Christ, and Byron. <laughs> and Byron? Ooh, yep. Who? Yeah. Byron. Byron. You gotta what are it. you thankful for this year? Beans, rice, rice, Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ, and Byron. Who? Byron. Byron. I'm, I'm thankful Joe, that I'm Joe not Biden. like other men who <laughs> listen to TikTok. <laughs> Do you guys have any other questions? I mean, the Holy Spirit can be mysterious and spooky. Mm-hmm. Not all of the gifts of the Spirit are are going to be forced on you. Like if you're a person who's Scandinavian and, and from the Midwest and you're just like, I just uh, speaking in tongues terrifies me. <laughs> well, it's not speaking in tongues. That's the sign of the Holy spirit. It's faith in Jesus Christ. That's the sign. Speaking in tongues is really a gift glossolalia for personal experience. Cause sometimes we do need an ecstatic experience of God's presence. Sometimes we, we need to know more than just by faith that God is with you. Mm-hmm. And when you ask for those, when you pray for those, God will deliver, maybe not as quickly as you want, but he will deliver those type things. And they're for your own personal building up of faith. They're not for the sake of your neighbor. Um, eloquent and clear proclamation of the gospel is for your neighbor. Love of neighbor, service to neighbor is for your neighbor. And those are all works of the Holy Spirit as well. Personal characteristics like gentleness, peace, love, um, uh, um, self-control, righteousness, these things, peace in your heart, um, these are all given by the Holy Spirit as well. Um, I'd add add that the Holy Spirit, for me, makes me not lonely. Mm -hmm. Because... if you understand that, for me, it's always it's always the proof that I go back to. One, I'm baptized, so I, I lean on that heavily. Mm-hmm. But secondly, I believe that Jesus is my Lord. And if I believe Jesus is my Lord, then the Holy Spirit promises to be in my heart. Because I can't believe in Jesus without the Holy Spirit being present in my life. So I'm never alone. And that's a comfort to me. I don't know if it's a comfort for all of you, but for me it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the Holy Spirit is bigger than we think. And I think Pastor Cross was right on this point. I would, I would agree with this critique. If we just limit the Holy Spirit to, well, I have faith, so I have the Holy Spirit, and then I'm done, and on, on to the next project, you're kind of missing the point. You have a very real um, expression of Almighty God that you can engage with in your day-to-day life through prayer, through conversation and to say, Lord, fill me with the Holy Spirit to grow deeper in my relationship with you, to daily see the Holy Spirit acting and working. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a real quick example, then I'll, I'll shut my trap because we're going long. So when I was um, a chaplain, I don't know if I told the story before, but when I was on a chaplain, I was a chaplain in Minneapolis, 
at a nursing home. And there was a woman that I um, would hear constantly from because once a week on Wednesdays, I would go and lead a kind of a, a, a worship service on the dementia floor. And there was this woman for three months, every week, I would, I would go and get everyone on the dementia ward and I would bring them into the common room and, and we would sing songs through a hymnal and, and I'd sing them without music. And they'd follow along. One dude, one dude was a former opera singer and he just belted out everything. He was completely off key. He never <laughs> sang the words, but you just hear the power in his voice. That was his, his life. Um, one woman, I would go and, and get her and bring her to the common room and she would accuse me screaming up and down the hallways that I stole her ham. (laughs) And I was told by the nurses, don't worry about it. This is fairly common. But I mean, it was, you did just yell, just giving me the business until we would get into that space and begin to sing. Then she would calm down a little bit. But then right back, as soon as I put her in, in, once it was back in her wheelchair, going back to her room, just, Given me the business and using language that a, that a nice little young uh, or old lady should never use. Okay. Not even old timey swears. Like, <laughs> anywho, you know how, you know, some of them oh, are yeah. cute, uh-huh. like Razafracken, you know, yeah. none yeah. of that. We talked about those on one episode. Yeah. <laughs> Fiddlesticks. <Again>. Fiddlesticks. <laughs> Here's your little. <laughs> um, I prayed to God that he would fill me with the Holy Spirit one day on my way walking to the nursing home on a Wednesday. And I remember thinking, I just, I, I can't take this anymore. This lady just yelling at me. Um, brought her in, and she just gave me the business again. Brought her in, we got singing. And as I got everyone back, I came to her last, I'm like, okay, one more to go. Instead of going anywhere, she was staring intently at, at her hymnal. And in the hymnal was the Apostles' Creed. And she started, she looked at me and she kind of nudged to sit down. And I sat down and she began going through each line of the Apostles' Creed, looking at me like, can you believe what this is saying? This is amazing stuff. And just, you know, and she would get to the line, um, crucified, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, crucified, died, and was buried in the second article of Jesus. And she's just like, oh. Can you, oh, wow. That's just what what he did. And I'm looking at this woman, and she's got to weigh about 70 pounds. Her skin is translucent. I can see veins in her forearms and stuff and in her face. I mean, I mean, just imagine what someone looks like with like a, like a, like a sheen over them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, I, I, and I'm just looking at her, and it just hit me. This woman is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. As she's just preaching to me. Now, she doesn't know who she is most of the time. She certainly doesn't know who I am. But for whatever reason, at that moment, in that place, when I had prayed that as well, God showed up. And and 1 Corinthians 13, where Paul talks about the gifts of the Spirit, he said, I'll show you an even better way. I had this outpouring of love for this person. Mm -hmm. And it was really powerful. It was like, this is not... DJ being a good Christian, I didn't really care for this lady much at all, 
but it was just just what was happening and it was the word working and it was it was a holy spirit moment that's how the Holy Spirit works, and we can engage in that. We can pray for that and experience. And then we, it, when we have eyes to see, when we're looking for the Holy Spirit, he shows up. He really does. Now, I'd like to say that, and everything went well for the rest of the— No, 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 no. <laughs> I was going to say, did she, like, to top this off, like, theatrically, did she then yes. let you on the way back, Kay? Yeah. As soon as we were done, she closed the book. I said, you ready to go back to your room? Yeah. We got out of the door and around the corner, and suddenly she's like, "You something or other, and you're the you stole my hands. I know it's you." I'm, I'm like, okay, but it it gave me actually strength and peace to be able to cope with that for the rest of my the rest of my chaplaincy. Because after that, I had a smile on my face whenever I got her. I'm like, here we go again. Let's hear what what is said today. <laughs> anyway, that's my story. Cool. All right. Well, um, that about wraps it up, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good enough. Sounds good. Pastor um, Cross will give the do, rebuttal at the next sermon. <laughs> <laughs> do, do we have a, a volunteer to pray us out of here, Dana? <laughs> what? Sounds like Ryan is volunteering right there. Yeah. That's like a do you need your cheaters for that one or no, do you have a script? Uh, yeah. Do you know what I like about this table? Every person here, I've heard you pray and I've heard you you pray faithfully and you're all very good at praying. Thank you. Because it's, it's honest. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. See, Dana, there you Dana go. Dana and I have had a con- This is off. Nope. Side note. I saw a tweet and I had to share it with Dana because I knew we're we're pretty similar. And it was like, do you ever get prayer anxiety where you start praying for one person and then you feel bad that you didn't include this person. And then all of a sudden you're praying for everybody that's ever been in the world ever. Is yes. that a Holy spirit? Yes. Thing? <laughs> I too have felt that. Uh, that sounds more like the law. than the gospel. <laughs> but the Holy the, accused, the Holy spirit does keep it. The Holy spirit does speak the word to you. And this is a point to make that, whether you hear the same, one person can hear it as gospel and another person can hear it at law. And guess what? It's the Holy Spirit telling you what you need to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, if you feel accused, yeah, that's the Holy Spirit too. <laughs> All right. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you for this time, Lord. Thank you for this, uh, thank you for this uh, opportunity to um, uh, do this podcast and um, uh, talk about the message and, and dig deeper into your word. And Lord, I thank you for pastor cross and the message that he, that he brought on Sunday. Um, I thank you for, um, the, the Holy spirit working in him to bring that message, uh, to share and for us to, to talk about. And Lord, I pray for, uh, anyone hearing this Lord, that, uh, the Holy spirit would fill them up, uh, and that they would, um, be pointed towards Jesus uh, and that, and that uh, uh, the Holy Spirit would be working in them and through them, Lord. And so, again, I thank you for this time and this opportunity. And uh, uh, thank you, Lord, for everything. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And one more, one more note on the Holy Spirit. Um, in Romans, the same one where it says, faith comes from what is heard. A couple chapters earlier, Paul talks about, we do not know how to pray as we should or as we ought. So if you feel guilty about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he goes on to say, and so the Holy Spirit intercedes with groanings or sighs that are too deep for words. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if you're, if you're really 
worried about someone, you don't know what to pray about, those sighs that you're giving, well, that's the Holy Spirit praying for you, interceding for you. And when we pray in the Holy Spirit, it's it's an honest prayer, and we're praying it because the Holy Spirit's put it on our heart to pray it. Does that make sense too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And if you're tuning in and watching this, that's a Holy Spirit thing too. Yeah. You so, think it's a coincidence you found this channel? <laughs> God doesn't have <laughs> algorithms. <laughs> nope. Coincidence is just God choosing to be anonymous. <laughs> God doesn't have algorithms. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, okay. Did, if you know, when, you know. <laughs> when you when you were uh, uh, when you were um, doing your chaplaincy, did you use your real name? Or did you go by Charlie? <laughs> oh, no, I they, was I was not uh, I was not Chaplain Charlie. Or Charlie Chaplin? I was not Charlie Chaplin. Well, thank play, you all for joining outro. us. Well, yeah, play the outro. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Uh, uh, again, if you're looking for a place to worship, you can always come on in. If you're in the Fargo-Moorhead area, uh, we are at 4601 South University Drive in Fargo. Or you can find us online at atonementfargo.org or atonement.live or the YouTubes by searching Atonement Fargo. So for Sarah DeYoung, Pastor DJ Laura, and Dana Mashevsky, my name is Ryan Janke. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time for another riveting episode of That Podcast. Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs>